Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> My key strategies to dodging a dysfunctional relationship. I'm calling it a masterclass series. And this is episode four of the series. Okay. So last week, if you listened to the episode, you know, we talked about what is it about you that keeps attracting dysfunctional relationships? Like, what is it about you that keeps you in that cycle? And we kind of went through those steps on how to get out of that. Well, today, I'm going to talk about two things on this episode, how to get over him. And we're going to talk about why you actually get into that relationship in the first place. We're going to go deeper. So you're attracting them and then you get into them. Okay. Because the attraction, I don't, I don't care what kind of guy you are attracting. It's about the man that you allow in your heart in your bedroom, you begin to love on him and giving him everything. And all he doesn't take is take and take and take from you. And that leaves you feeling like, I'm just letting you think about it. Empty, heavy. It's a burden on you. You feel unworthy. You feel unlovable. Okay, so we're going to talk about why you get into relationships like that in the first place uh, and then also how to get over him. Okay, all right. So enjoy this episode. Welcome to my party. That's how we do around here. This is Single You, the podcast. I am your host, Rika, and I am an NLP certified life coach and also the founder of Single You Academy. That is my online coaching program. You know what I do? I help the ambitious millennial single woman discover her worth. That means you. So that you, girl, can stop tying your worth and identity to men and stop being a man pleaser. So if you are a woman who is sick of having an unsuccessful single life, if you are sick of the revolving door of dysfunctional relationships, listen, they may have a different name, but it's the same type of relationship. Or you're doing the tug of war back and forth with the same guy and you're sick of that. You want better when it comes to men and setting boundaries, knowing yourself, understanding your worth and what makes a healthy relationship versus an unhealthy relationship. Yeah, I'm willing to bet nobody has ever had that conversation with you. But listen, I'm not here to judge. I have an abusive ex and an ex that costs me $10,000. Yeah, stick around, listen to the podcast enough and you will hear those stories. All right, so you've come to the right place if you need to hear that singleness is not a punishment and that you are worthy regardless of your relationship status. Yeah, I'm a certified life coach, but I will tell you this. I am no expert 
I just learned a few things that I would like to teach you as well. You know, as Maya Angelou says, once you learn, you teach. And when you know better, you do better. So now that I'm doing better, I am reaching back out for you, girl. Here's my hand. Grab it. So thank you and welcome. You're in the right place. I got you if you got you. This is Single You, the podcast. Hey, thanks for being here. Now let's go ahead and get into the episode. Let's jump into it. Today's topic, how to get over him. But first, girl, we're going to talk about why you was with him in the first place. So the next 30, 40 minutes together, um, we are going to be on this topic. Um, but of course, first, hold on, wait a minute. Something happened to my Facebook. Hold on. Okay, there it is. Okay, Facebook, I thought I lost you for a second. <laughs> All right, so this topic today is, yes, um, Adrian, Adriana, you like my hair? Looking like a bunch of cinnamon rolls. Okay, I got it dyed. I got it um, highlighted on uh, Monday. So yes, okay. All right, so today's topic is for the woman who feels like Okay, so I have my life together, like career wise, I'm financially okay, but I'm steady letting men walk all over me. I'm steady going to work and letting him drive my car. You're so busy trying to fix him up and be the ride or die chick. And your end goal is to like make him rise to the occasion, right? Like rise to be the man that you want him and need him to be because you see potential. How's that working out for you? Okay, you know that relationship is boring. He's so disrespectful to you emotionally. And really, you're the foundation of this relationship. And when I say relationship, we're talking about you and dating. I'm not talking to married people, I'm talking to single women. If you're not married, you're single. Single women, professional single women who you have your career together, you've climbed up the ladder, you're doing well for yourself, and you busy dating. I'm gonna use the word bums respectfully, because they are still God's child. But respectfully, you don't have to date him. Adriana, you know what I'm talking about. I know. You steady going to work and he driving your car. And you come home and he's constantly playing video games and not really listening to what you have to say to him. You busy trying to raise him up. That ain't your son. Last time I checked. And at the end of the day, you're left feeling like, man, I spent too much time and effort and money pouring into this man. And you feel like you know you're not getting the same type of dynamic in return. You're actually being drained, left feeling empty. You're in this cycle. He does something. He apologizes. You take him back. You think he'll change. You see potential and you want him to reach that. You keep attracting the same guy or different men, but the same type of relationship. And now you're here watching my live and you're wondering, how can I stop this toxic cycle? Because I just broke up with this dude and I don't want to let him back in, but I don't know how to get over him. I don't know how to stop that. You are in the right place. What's up, girl? Okay. So before we get into how to get over him, you know, I got some points, right? And I got my notes. Cause I was like, let me talk to her. I need, we need to talk. We need to have a sit down. I'm your homegirl in your head. Or if I'm older than you, I'm your big sis. Because I want to tell you how you got into that relationship before I tell you how to get over him. Okay. Because if you don't call a thing a thing, it'll never get fixed. So let's be honest. Okay. 
But before I do that, if you're new to my platform, if for some reason you have, you're like, who is this girl? I feel like she's yelling at me. <laughs> my name is Rika. I'm a certified NLP life coach, um, AKA the single girls life coach. I'm the founder of Single You Academy, which is my online coaching program. And I'm the host of Single You, the podcast. And I help professional single women, single women, <laughs> discover their worth so that they can stop tying their worth and identity to men. And also I guide you <clears throat> with stopping the cycle of dysfunctional relationships. That's what I do. I help you stop that cycle, dead that cycle by helping you create clear boundaries. Okay. So that's what I do. So welcome. Welcome to my platform. All right. So let's get into it. So I said, I want to talk about how you got into that relationship. Here's a quote that you may need to write down. Maybe put it on a sticky note. You know, you know how you have uh, maybe affirmations around your house. At least I do on sticky notes. Write this one down. Your life moves in the direction of your most dominant thought. And I say that, and let me say that again for the people in the back. Is that what they say? Is that what the kids say nowadays? <laughs> life moves in the direction of your most dominant thought. So what do I mean? Because remember, we're talking about first how you got into the relationship in the first place. So here's how you think about being single. Because remember, life moves in the direction of your most dominant thought and the way you think about being single, especially in your 30s and 40s. I'm in this waiting room and my life cannot start or begin because or until I have a husband. I'm in this waiting room and I'm just waiting. And because I'm in this waiting room, that means there's something wrong with me. I'm not doing something right. You feel like you failed as a woman because you're not married. And you think that the formula to happiness is marriage and kids. And you can't live a joyful, purpose-driven life if you're single. And you, you moping around, why can't I get anyone to love me? Every time you go to the barbecue, admit, today, on Memorial Day, somebody asked you, where your man at? And you think the goal in life is to get married. And your family is always saying, girl, I'm praying for you. You go get your Boaz. You gonna get him, girl. So that's one of the one reasons, well, one of, one of many reasons <laughs> that you get into relationships like this that are dysfunctional, where you letting a man take you to work and he driving your car, but steady disrespecting you over and over again. But you steady being a ride or die chick, trying to rise him up to the occasion. He can be the man I want him to be if he just. So when you're, you're in the cycle of dysfunction, because this is the way you think about being single and it's not your fault. It's not your fault. But now you're in your 30s and 40s and now it is your job to get rid of that mindset, because that is why one of the many reasons why you are in a cycle of dysfunction and disrespecting yourself over and over again. Good job, Kimberly. Yes. Write that down. Life moves in the direction of your most dominant thought. So I want you to think about how you think about being single. Okay, so that's point one. I got three points for you. I'm a three-point person. When I'm explaining things, I'm like, okay, let me get three examples. <laughs> and the umbrella of these three is life moves in the direction of your most dominant thought. So here's point number two, how you think about dating. So again, you're this professional woman, you got your life together, 
in certain areas, your career, and you steady paying for this dude, letting him maybe live with you, or at least, again, take you to work, drive your car, and he's steady disrespecting you because you think dating, you have to settle to be in a relationship. Because remember, we just talked about how you think about being single, you hate it. So you're like, okay, well, I need to settle then because I just need to be in a relationship because that's what people do. You may have an idea of the type of man and the type of relationship you want, but culture, religion tells you, girl, you're too picky. You need to narrow all of that down. What you mean you want a man with no kids? What you mean you want a man who don't cheat? Everybody cheat. Girl, what you mean? What you mean? And they steady letting you know that you're too picky. Consider the source. What does their relationship life look like? What did you learn about relationships through them, through watching them? And then they have the nerve to come back around and tell you, you being too picky. How many of you heard that? Raise your hand. How many of you have heard that? My brain is moving faster than my mouth. Forget all the things you want, girl. You just need a man. Come on, you 38. Girl, your eggs are drying up. Girl's not good for man to be alone. And dating is hard, girl. So you better just get a good one. Just get a good one. Train him up. You think about dating this way. Oh, I can fix him. You think about dating this way. Oh, sex is the cost of dating. So, okay, I won't sleep with him on a first date, but I'll maybe three weeks from now because my vagina is so attracted to him. He's so fine. So, yeah, girl, he got that good D. And you constantly settling, even though you know what you want, you just don't know how to get it or the patience to wait for it. So that's how you think about dating. Okay. All right. The next thing. We're going to talk about here is why you stay with him or stayed, okay? Because we're talking about the umbrella of this conversation is how to get over him. But first, we're going to talk about why you're in the relationship in the first place. So here's why you stay, because the way you think about being single and the way you think about um, like dating in this dating cycle that you're in, this dysfunctional dating cycle, whether it be one guy or Tom, Dick and Harry, but it's the same kind of relationship, you're thinking, I am unhappy and this cannot be life. This can't be life. I remember when I got out of my abusive relationship, that's exactly what I said. I said, if this is dating, I don't want it. This can't be life. This can't be God's best for me. And I went on a journey to figure out what was God's best for me. And what I was settling for, trying to get into a relationship because I was unsuccessful being a single woman. Mm -mm. Oh, it left me so unhappy and drained. Like, I got to keep doing this for a guy just to be in a relationship. I'm cool. I left that all on the table. Because here's the thing. You think you're a good woman, so you deserve a good man. Yes, but you're going about it the wrong way. You can't create a good man. He just has to already be. But you steady staying, trying to be this ride or die chick because you think you can turn him into. And that's why you stay. You feel like, especially if you are, again, so I'm, I'm speaking to the professional woman who has the career together, the finances are cool, and you steady trying to pull him up. And you stay in that relationship because you've been with him so long and who's gonna take care of him if I break up with him? That's mean. That's not Christian-like. Again, if you're just tuning in, I said that your life moves in the direction of your most dominant thoughts. So how are you thinking about being single? How do you think about dating? 
And here's why you stay. In this relationship where actually both of you are unhappy, you exhibit that you are unhappy because you are steady trying to change him. And also you're uh, like, you're weighted down. This can't be it. Why am I in this kind of relationship? He can't be blah, blah, blah. And you trying to change somebody into what you want him to be. You are exhibiting, your behavior is showing that you think you can change him and you are unhappy. And he's showing you that he's unhappy because he continues to disrespect you and manipulate you. So that's why you're staying in that relationship. All right, we're going to talk about. Amen. Yes. What up, Essence? Yes. All right. Next point. Because I'll be in here all day. <laughs> all right. I already said that. You're a good woman. Yes, you deserve a good man, but you're going about it the wrong way. Okay. Let me one second so I can. Okay, here we go. All right. So how do you think about marriage? What has society, what has religion programmed you to think about marriage that is negative and it could be affecting you? What are you programmed to believe? Because how you think about marriage is pivotal to how you date. Because if you think marriage is the goal, you think marriage makes you a whole woman. You think, um, you think to get to marriage, you have to be submissive, submissive to your boyfriend. So you let him run the show because you got to get to this ring. What are you, the Lakers? You LeBron, you want a ring so bad like you LeBron. Uh-oh. Marriage is the end goal. Marriage makes me whole. The Bible says it's not good for man to be alone. But let me tell you something. The Bible also says that you have to love thy neighbor as you love thyself. So it starts with you. How are you going to love your husband? You don't even love yourself. And because you don't love yourself and you think you do. I'm an independent woman. I I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E, whatever. But then you allow a man to disrespect you over and over and over and over and over again because you don't want to be single. It is in your behaviors. You are your behavior. So you can say, I know my worth. I know who I am. But you letting a man disrespect you, I would argue that you don't love yourself because it is in your boundaries that you show yourself you love yourself. I'm just I'm coming in hot. What's that song? <laughs> and I listen, I speak from my experience. Between 2015 and 2017, I lost my mind somewhere on the interstate of I-90 out here in Seattle, Washington, because I was in an emotionally abusive relationship. And I let him disrespect me over and over and I was steady pulling him up. And here's another reason why you stay is because you think abuse is only physical. I mean, well, if he ain't hitting you, then. That was the old school way of thinking, which is trickling down to us millennials. You really think, well, if he ain't hitting me or cheating on me, then he's not abusing me because you do not totally understand the definition of emotional abuse and what it feels like. If you feel empty and heavy, I argue you're probably being manipulated, abused emotionally because my abusive ex didn't hit me, but baby, he had me thinking all kinds of, I was gaslit so much. 
I thought I was crazy. I was going crazy, literally in that relationship, going crazy, trying to hold on to this man to wait until he became something. You could be Barack, I could be Michelle, and Michelle stay with Barack when he didn't have his car together, da 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 da. But I would argue Barack's character is way better than the man you dating. But instead of getting to the root of his character and your character, you're just like, well, I just need to be with somebody because I can't be single and you fine. My vagina say you fine, so let's get married. Because the sex is good. So let me ask you this. When you're dating this guy, because again, I'm speaking to the professional woman, the professional woman who has her career together, finances, cool, you're working on it. And you steady waiting on this man, hand and feet, I'll cater to, I saw a meme the other day, and it was like, these can't be the men Destiny's Child was catering to, exactly, but you busy catering, because you can't be single, the way you think about being single is making you behave in a way, you wouldn't even tell your mama, you embarrassed about that relationship, so anyway, this is what I used to do, right, because I got my life together, I've always, had, I've had a job since I was 15, okay, I got it, I own a house, I got my life together, and so what I would do with this broke-ass dude I was dating, <laughs> I'm sorry, God, I know that's your son, Lord, um, I used to, when we would go out, I would just give him cash, so I could feel like I was on a date, so I would give him the money, baby, you got it, <laughs> you got it, you know how we do, we be trying to big him up, when he don't even deserve it, he doesn't deserve it. He has demonstrated to us that his character is not in line. He's demonstrated to you. Okay, so what do you do? Do you, when you're out on a date with this kind of guy, do you give him the cash or do you just pay? I'm just curious. What up, Tara? Tara Chanel? She says, sis spitting. Thank you. Thank you, sis. Thank you, sis. All right. So <clears throat> let's talk about how to get over him. You know, I got my three points, right? Because that's where you are. Is this resonating with you? Are you like, ooh, she talking to me? Am I talking to you? Will you type yes in the comments? Am I talking to you? And actually, I have a question for you, too. Let me put up the question. Let me put up the question. Okay. When it comes to the cycle of dysfunctional relationships, are you wanting to stop that? Again, whether it be the same guy or a different guy, but you're steady stay in this dysfunction. Tom, Dick, and Harry, but it's the same kind of relationship. And you're like, what is it about me that keeps attracting these men? And I allow them, because it's not about attractive. They can come, but you need to be able to spot a red flag immediately, but you don't spot that red flag because you go, eh, it's not that bad. I'm too picky, so I believe in his potential. I can create him. I can make him Barack. Ask yourself this, especially because I know as black women, we love Michelle, right? We want to be Michelle, 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 Michelle. Ask yourself this, what you put up with, do you really think Michelle Obama's putting up with that or would have put up with that if that's the way Barack was? But he wasn't because his character was intact. He may have been broken, didn't have his life together yet, but he was going somewhere. Where is the man you're dating going beside, without you having to push him? Come on, baby, you could do this. You can. <laughs> All right, we're going to talk about how to get over him. I just wanted to see some of your stuff. Okay. Okay. Yep. Amen. Yep. 
Yes, Mimsy, I totally agree. You cannot compare your relationship to others. Yes. I totally agree. Because you don't know what's going on with them uh, in their, um, their personal life, right? Because we don't know them personally. And there is a foundation that you have to have. So you do have to seek out answers on what makes a healthy relationship versus an unhealthy relationship. Because what is the difference between healthy, hard versus abusive versus dysfunctional? And if you don't have a good understanding in that, you're going to let society and a man tell you what a relationship is because you don't want to be single. Yeah, Essence, that's exactly where I was. I questioned myself, like, why do I have to raise a, child, a man? I don't have no kids. What is going on? And I had to go on that journey. Okay, so this is the journey I went on, okay? After dating a man who uh, made me, and I say made me because nobody can make you do the things, um, make you do things, but they can make you if they can manipulate you, right? So anyway, I'm just gonna say, make me. I dated a man who made me give up my friends, give up Michael Kors purses because an ex gave them to me. Um, I, he was uh, super insecure. So every dude that I talked to, it was, who, who's that? I'll see you cheating on me. The threat of our two year relationship was him always accusing me of cheating, which I found out after we broke up that he was cheating on me the whole time. And then I learned a word called projection. So when you're out here dating in these streets, the man who is screaming the loudest at you about what he doesn't like that you are doing, it's because he's doing it. That's called projection, but we don't know these things because there's no school for self-love. Because you know where to go if you want to be a doctor. But where do you go if you want to learn thyself? Which is why I created Single You Academy. And we're going to get into that. Okay. All right. So how to get over him. So my three points. So so you just broke up with this dude, um, you know, a month ago, two months ago, three months ago. It's still heavy on your mind. Two days ago, you're trying to block him and blah, blah, blah. There are, I think I have three things. Yep. Three things that you need to do. Okay. How to get over him. You are going to have to mourn the woman you thought you were. Because apparently you were not the woman who wouldn't put up with that because you did. Because you know how we get, I would never, I would never. You hear these stories? You're like, I would never be that girl. Oh, really? But you letting this dude drive you to work while he's driving your car and ain't got no job. Or at least he's not on your level. You letting him manipulate you, making you cut off friends. Every time you go out with your friends, he is upset. He's accusing you of things and making you think things that aren't true. He's a narcissist or at least has narcissistic characteristics, but you steady before this relationship, I would never let a man. And look what you did. So one of the first things you're gonna have to do is mourn the woman you thought you were and get busy on becoming that woman. Because you are your behaviors. And it is in your boundaries that you show yourself you love yourself. Maybe you need to write that down for your affirmation. It is in my boundaries where I show myself I love myself. And also write down, I am my behavior. So what is your behavior telling you about you? 
This ain't about the men. I'm this is about you. Love thy neighbor as thyself. The first and greatest commandment, thyself, thyself. God is putting us on game. I just have questions. And again, this is no judgment. I am the woman who did these things and I had to face Rika. I looked in the mirror and said, what in the hell was that? I went to Howard University. I thought I was smart. I have a two parent household. My parents loved me. What in the hell? I knew better. At least I thought I did. And then when I went on this journey of figuring out and trying to discover why I would put myself through something like that, woo, I was like, there's something missing in this world. They do not teach us in church. Our parents didn't, especially if you got baby boomer parents. How do you get to a healthy relationship? And what is healthy heart? How do I know when to leave? What is co good compromise? They didn't teach us none of that. How do I love myself? What does it mean to love myself? Drake has that song, know yourself, know your worth. But I think that's Chinese to a lot of y'all people who only speak English. You're like, what does that even mean? How do I even start? You can start with me and we're gonna talk about Single You Academy here real quick, but let me get through my three points of how to get over him. So that's number one. Number two, forget who you think or thought he was, he wasn't. And the reality is he demonstrated that to you over and over and over and over and over again. Those are called red flags that you passed up because well, I don't wanna be single. I can't be too picky and I got it. Everybody deserves a second and third and fourth and fifth and sixth. And I, but I love him. You think of love as a tethering. I love him. So that means I have to be with him. No, 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 <laughs> no. I don't see anywhere in the Bible where it says you have to suffer for one of God's sons to be in a relationship and to be married. Well, you must go through the suffer love and then you'll get the marriage you want. What? Because let me tell you, if that was the case, I'm like, I'm going to be like Paul, single for the rest of my life. But if you're a Christian, they don't teach you that in church. They don't have singles classes, but they sure do have marriage cl classes, marriage classes. So you think, oh, yeah, that's the goal. They're not focusing on you. So you think, oh, I can just create whatever guy I want because I really like him because he's so fine and the sex is good. And oh, my God, I love him. And why can't he, and I'm just gonna stick on longer. How well is that working out for you? He is who he is, not who you want him to be. Maya Angelou been trying to tell us that for life. Rest in peace. When people show you who they are, believe them. And sometimes you do believe it, but you think you can change him. Who are you, God? Leave the changing of people up to God. Write that one down. Leave the changing of people up to God. That is not your job. This is not build a man. Okay, so that's number two. Number three, how to get over him. You got to change your mindset about being single, what dating looks like, and marriage. It is more serious than you believe. It's more serious than how you're behaving in these dating streets. The way you are with yourself affects all of your relationships, men, kids, parents, coworkers. And you got to get that right first. You got to get that right first. And what I believe I've been sent on this earth 
to tell single women, because after I got out of that abusive relationship, I heard God say it was a knowing in my soul. Cause no, I don't hear from God like daughter. Da, da, da. No, he didn't come and descend from the sky. I just knew while I was in the midst of my tears and what did I just allow, blah, blah, blah. I heard God say, I will use this story. And I said, no, you're not. I'm not telling anybody what I went, went through cause I'm embarrassed. Me? Mm -mm. I'm too smart for that. <laughs> And then I went on my healing journey and I was like, okay, I have to spew into the world everything that I feel I am supposed to tell single women. You are worthy regardless of your relationship status and singleness is not a punishment. That's what I'm supposed to tell you. I don't care what society says. I don't care what your old auntie prays over you. Well, I'm just praying for your Boaz girl. When Paul wrote in the Bible that it's actually better to be single you see, the problem is we're in this waiting period. We think we are when we're single and life doesn't start until you get the ring. You're not Kobe Bryant, rest in peace. You don't need a ring. We're not in the playoffs. There is beauty in marriage, but there is beauty in single. And the problem is you don't think it. So I am going to teach you the pillars that I teach my clients inside of Single You Academy. Well, I'm gonna tell them to you. I'll teach them to you in Single You Academy. Okay, and the application process to Single You Academy is open now. The application process closes June 4th. So we come, we against the wire now. If it's been open for four weeks, where you been? I'm so glad you love that essence. Yes, write that down, girl. So we're gonna talk about my four pillars on how to live a successful single life. And this is the deep inner work that we do inside of Single You Academy. So how to be successfully single? Number one, you gotta know who you are well beyond your favorite color is blue. What are your triggers, boo-boo? What are your childhood traumas, boo-boo? And when you say you want something, why? What are the whys behind that? Know who you are deeper than, oh my God, I love long walks on the beach and summer is great. I love rocking my curly hair. Know your triggers. Number two, how to be successfully single, know what you want and how to get it. Because here's the thing, you know what you want. Let me put it this way, because if I asked you, okay, at 15 years old, if I asked your little 15 year old self, okay, what kind of relationship would you like when you grow up? Do you want a healthy one or a dysfunctional one? Which one would you choose? Of course, you're going to say healthy. You just don't know how to get it. Because you like, well, I don't know. Is it mean to leave? Am I being too picky? Is he allowed to do this? What is happening? I don't know. And you're letting society and men and how you grew up run the way you are in relationships. Man, my abusive ex, I let him set the rules because I thought, well, he's the guy, right? I'm supposed to follow him. They say, let the man lead. So sure, he can, you know, disrespect me over and over again and call me everything but a child of God. Okay, is this what I have to go through to get the marriage? Because that's the goal. And I'm about to be 38 on June 29th. And I was in this relationship However old I was in 2015 was the start of it. 
got out of it in 2017. And I know for a fact, I was trying to make that work because I was already in my thirties and I didn't have no kids. And I was like, well, this got to work and he fine. So he'll work. How well did that work out for me? <laughs> I remember I put my name on his leaves. I, girl, I was trying to make him into what I needed. Trying to turn him into my dad. Because my parents are still married. Shout out to my parents. So know what you want and then how to get it. So these are the things we break down in Single You Academy because I help you discover your worth so that you stop tying your worth and identity to men. You need to know that you are worthy regardless of your relationship status. No man makes you worthy. He doesn't shine you up. You're not at like, it's not like you, he finds a penny, a dirty penny on the ground and he shines you up and then voila, you are now worthy. But we think that way. We think that way. Well, life starts when TD Jake says this, there's a lot of single women who are just waiting for life to start and they're waiting for that man. And they believe that the man jumpstarts the life, brings you joy. You cannot be joyous if you're single. So the third and fourth pillar inside of Single You Academy, my four pillars to living a successful single life. Number three, have the audacity to believe that you can get it. Dream up that life. What do you want? And then have the audacity to believe that you can get it and the patience to wait for it. That's number four but you don't have patience, so you settle. Because you're steady looking at yourself at 45 and you're like, well, what happens if I hit 45 and I'm still single? <gasps> so fear keeps you in some BS. Am I hitting, is this resonating with you? Type yes in the comments, because we about to end. And I just want to make sure that this resonated with you and you got some affirmations to walk away with. But here's the thing. I want you to live beyond affirmations because you may have even tried therapy, advice from friends, your willpower, knowing what you want and then not knowing how to get it. And yet you still in this cycle of dysfunctional relationships. Because you need schooling. You need a whole mindset change. Otherwise, the cycle will continue or you'll just be bitter and be like, well, I ain't never dating because all men are this. I don't want you bitter. Because the Bible talks about like um, uh, guard your heart because everything flows from that. So I don't want you bitter. I want you healed and dating from a seat of I know who I am. I know what I want. I know how to get it. I have the audacity to believe that I can get it and the patience to wait for it. So if I'm 55 and I'm still single, life's still great. Going skydiving tomorrow. All right. So my name is Rika. Again, if you're just tuning in, you're like, who is this woman yelling at me? What's happening? My name is Rika. I'm from Seattle, Washington. Go Hawks all day. I went through an abusive relationship from 2015 to 2017. And when I got out of that relationship, I went on a journey to figure out what in the hell was that? Because this can't be life. And then after I figured out those four pillars, of course, I didn't call it that then, but I knew that I needed to go on this journey. But when I figured that out, I was like, yo, I need to teach this to women. So then I went to coaching school 
got certified as a neuro-linguistic uh, programmer, NLP. So I'm here to help you change the neurons up there so you can change those behaviors because you are your behavior and, is, and it is in your boundaries that you show yourself you love yourself. I'm a former radio personality. I've been in radio for over 20 years since Howard University. So I talk, I talk for a living. <laughs> this is what I do. And I'm here to spread the message that singleness is not a punishment and you are worthy regardless of your relationship status. And somebody's son, and yes, he's God's son, but he don't make you worthy. And he is not allowed to disrespect you because of love. Absolutely not. So Single You Academy is my online coaching program. It's an inner work 16 week program and we are gonna do the work. So if you are ready to do the work, if you are ready to invest in yourself, I got you. The doors close, the application process is over on June 4th. So that's Friday, right? Friday, somebody tell me, is that Friday? <laughs> June 4th at 9 p.m. Seattle time. If you don't have your application in by then, Sorry, you're gonna have to wait. Uh, I think I'm not opening again till closer to August and the price will raise. And I only have five slots. I try to do, I, I try not to ever do more than five because we gotta do work and I need time to work with you. So Single You Academy, send me a DM and we can start that application process. So what will happen is you will answer a lot of questions that I have for you about where you are, because I want to make sure you're a good fit, because I don't accept everybody. I only work with a certain type of woman, someone with follow through, and who's ready to do the work and be honest with thyself. <laughs> so if you want to apply, send me a DM. I'll send you that. We'll have a couple of, you know, back and forth. I'll send you the application. After you fill out the questions, you will be prompted to book a call with me. We'll get on a Zoom call. And that's what I call a discovery session, a discovery call. You get to learn about me, I get to learn about you. It's really about you. And then you make the decision if we work together or not. So if you're in, type I'm in in the comments and then also send me a DM because I may not see it. But um, if you're watching this in the replay and it's before June 4th of 2021, go ahead and type I'm in in the comments, but also send me a DM, okay? With that, it's time to go get some barbecue because it's Memorial Day. <laughs> All right, so I will um, I'll see you on the next live, which is tomorrow. But if you have any questions, and especially if you're in and you want to apply to Single You Academy, go ahead and send me a DM right now. And remember, life moves in the direction of your most dominant thought. Consider me your homegirl in your head. Again, it's Rika. And if you need to reach out to me, listen, don't hesitate. It's not going to be weird on Twitter and on Instagram. I am just me, Rika. That's R-E-K-A. And I'm going to put my Twitter, Instagram, and email in the show notes, okay? You can also join me over in my private Facebook group titled Singleness is Not a Punishment. I mean, come on, who am I? <laughs> you know my tagline? That's my private Facebook group. The link will also be in the show notes. Now, if I said something that resonated with you and really helped you, please share this podcast with a friend because sharing is caring and you shouldn't be sitting on all this good information. So share it with your homegirl, okay? Or your homeboy. <laughs> please do that. Also, don't forget to subscribe and then you'll be the first to know when new episodes drop. And if you have time, can you do me a favor? It'll help me out as a small business owner and a podcaster. Will you leave a rating on this episode? 
All you got to do is say that you liked it, or you can even type out what you took away from this episode. It really helps me and keeps me going, providing free content for you. So thank you so much for doing that. Production, my intro was made by one of the greats in production land. His name is James Tyler. Thank you for my intro. And he used Beyonce's single ladies, Sorry Not Sorry by Demi Lovato. He used Dua Lipa, her song, New Rules, and also Truth Hurts by Lizzo. All right, that's all I got for you this episode. We will talk again on the next one.